Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios on the Funky Flashback Friday. Rob, uh, Alex and I were having an interesting conversation during the break. And I was talking to him about, like, you know, he's a DJ. And we don't just say that. He knows his music. You know, we that's not just a, a little shtick or anything. And... I was talking to him about some uh, hip hop samples, like original hip hop samples. And if you ever just listen to the original songs, sometimes it's amazing. And so we might do, uh, he might do a hip hop samples one day for funky flashback Friday, which I think would be tight. So, uh, but let's go to the NBA, right? We got funky cold Mark Medina. Coming Funky up Cole, looking at forward the bottom to that. of the hour. So uh, we'll obviously talk NBA with him. But, Rob, I was just looking at the NBA MVP odds. And, you know, we're starting to get toward that time where you have to really start looking at. Chris, we're almost you know, in March, right? Yeah. I mean, next yeah, week, which I can't yeah. believe. You know, because the All-Star game isn't the midway point. No, nah, it's we way past that. that. I yeah, know. It's way, it's past, way that. past that. So, um, Right now, Rob, he was my preseason pick. I I don't remember. I think he might have been yours, too. But Nikola Jokic is the leader uh, at minus 140. So he's a sizable leader right now. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Oklahoma City's tremendous point guard, is second. Giannis is third. Luka Doncic is fourth. And I do think, like, Luka, Rob, they're surging. They've won seven straight. If they keep playing well and winning, if he can get in like the top, certainly if he can get in the top four, or if they can finish ahead of Denver, 
record-wise, I, I think he'd have a great shot at winning it. Um, and then fifth is Jason Tatum. But the interesting thing here, Rob, and you and I have kind of touched on this here and there. We've thrown it out, and we, we've done even we've gone a little deeper on it. But those perceived, perceptible uh, listeners may have already picked it up. But the top four MVP candidates, Rob, are all international players. That's crazy. Jokic from Serbia, Shea from Canada, Giannis from Nigeria. And Canada Greece. is a foreign country, okay? Right. Like now, Steve like Nash now people like we, they want to claim the no. Canadian players, but... <laughs> Chris, that's, that's a foreign country, right? Uh, it's a foreign country. I know yep. living in Detroit, Windsor, Canada, Chris oh, is yeah. five minutes it. away. Exactly. Right. Um, I, right. My apartment I had downtown when I first moved to Detroit, so oversaw, Chris, the, the, the Windsor, uh, you can look right into Windsor from my apartment. I mean, that's how wow. close Detroit is. Is it to Windsor? I mean, Canada. you said five minutes. I don't yeah, know. If that was I mean, a speech, like like fifteen it, minutes how? through the tunnel. Fifteen yeah, minutes. There's a tunnel. Okay. Yeah, my a, brother lives on the water. He lives you know, in, in, but Detroit. he live he live in the ritzy part of Detroit. St. Clair Shores. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful it's a nice over little there. Area. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, but that's you nice. can see it across. Right. No, 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 Chris. It's literally like if you live downtown where I lived, it's literally. 15 minutes from my apartment through the tunnel across to Windsor, Canada. Like that's how close it is. It's that close. Yeah. It's um it's 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 like you said, it is close, but it is a foreign country. So, you know, we got Luca to round it out, Rob, from Slovenia, obviously. Right. What and, and Rob, when we look now, you got Jason Tatum, he's fifth and he's young, thankfully. We got Anthony Edwards. He's young, and Anthony Edwards. We're gonna talk about him a little later. That boy is just bad. We, hey, um, we, 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 we were all in his camp of yep. rookie of the year. And we were right. Go back, there, go it, back, go back. It's nothing against uh, uh, Lamelo. Lamelo, who is good, he just can't stay healthy. But Chris uh, and and not winning obviously. that year, we thought he should have been the rookie yeah, of the year. And now been. look at that kid. Yeah, he 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 could be next, and we're gonna get into that, but. So those guys are, it's nice to see them. You got Ja Moran. He gets his act, you know, stuff straightened out, you know. I hope so. He's too young for not to. Yeah, he's too young. He's too good. Um, So there are, and Zion is starting, they're starting to win. And Zion's playing well. So there are some American players coming up, Rob. But I want to know, and look, some people may say this, and we're going to open it up to the callers, Rob, but some people may be like, look, I mean, we're, we're lamenting the demise, if you will, of the American, you know, superstars and the fact that the best players in the world are no longer from America. We we still, I think, have the best country. You don't have one country that's going to beat our best guys. But that might be coming because, you know, we got to send the big boys over there now, LeBron and Steph and Durant, but they're going to be retiring pretty soon. So we'll see about that. But, Rob, some people might just say, look, it's the world. It's the world. Of course, the world is going to produce better players than just one country called America. Even though it's been our sport, they've been playing basketball long enough in these other places that maybe some people might just say that, right? And that might be true. Maybe that's true. I don't know. You know, because you're talking about Jokic, Serbia. Okay, 
Who else they got from Serbia? I know they got a few guys, but yeah, Lucas, uh, Slovenia. Right. Who else it's, they got? It's not, right? li- it's not like it's forty guys coming right. from over there. Right, exactly. right. There's a big difference exactly. between so that. I, I, right. So we we get that, but I do think Rob that I think we need to take a long hard look in the mirror at how we're developing players, um, and I think that there are some things that could be changed. I think in in overseas. I think that their young players are coming up in a lot more humble circumstances. I don't mean necessarily socioeconomic, although that could be a factor too. But I mean, when they're 15 and they're the best player in their country at that age, you know, best 15-year-old in their country, they're playing on a team with grown men and not getting much playing time, practicing every day, and getting beat up and schooled by adults. So then as they age and get filled into their body, 18, 19, now they're the man. They're ready to ball. Whereas our 15-year-olds, Rob, if you that nice at 15 in America, you got millions of social media followers. And I mean millions. Right. No doubt. Right? Hundreds of thousands, thousands for some, but millions for others. You might have an NIL. You, you know, you, you, you're getting, I mean, people treating you like a celebrity and a superstar. And obviously, if you got that many followers, you're getting paid for that. And I just, and Rob, to top it off, AAU, you're playing games. We've heard it time and time again. They they might, AAU, you might play. No skills, Chris, just play games. like right. over the weekend. Right. Yes. And the other, in other countries, they are drilling. They're running through drills, they're practicing, and our guys are just playing a lot of games. And not developing that those skills. You know, they're skilled, obviously, in ball handling and shooting and stuff. But not drilling nearly as much as they do overseas. So I think those are factors. But the thing is, Rob, outside of the social media thing, which is a big thing, the other things are fixable. You, they, you, those are fixable. I mean, it might be tough because kids are used to this stuff now. But I think those things are fixable. But where are you at on this, Rob? Because clearly, I mean, we we are not producing uh, the best players in the world. And like I said, the the top four MVP candidates kind of spells that. And if it was Embiid, if Embiid wasn't hurt, Rob, it'd be the top five. Right. Chris, I don't know if, if there is any turning back. I, I, I got to admit, I think uh, AAU basketball has ruined uh, the basketball that we play in this country. Uh, I'm just – I told you before, I went to see uh, – not LaMelo – yeah, LaMelo and his brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember yeah, I told Le- you that, uh, Chris? LaMelo and LiAngelo. LiAngelo. I, I went to that and, game, um, and I remember Lonzo. here in Los Angeles. Lonzo was yeah. – you know, not Lonzo. He was at UCLA, right. right. But the other two. And I thought it was atrocious. I, I thought it was cherry-picking. They were known for – they Chris, literally cherry-picked. Right? Cherry-picked the whole game. Like, Because then I was like, no wonder he scored 68 points or whatever it was. <laughs> he don't run back. And and he plays the whole game. The coach can't say anything to him. You know what I mean, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. That's not going to get you an MVP, Okay. You, you'll get right. you'll get a lot of followers. You'll get nil money. People will go crazy. Yep. You're not going to get an MVP playing like that, and that's what we have. It's, it's Rob, a shame. For people that might think you're over exaggerating, you're not. They were known. Chris. You can call up videos of Lamelo and them in high school. 
they literally wouldn't cross half court for most of the game. They would just stay there and wait for you to throw the ball at them like it was their birthright. Throw me the mm. ball. <laughs> Seriously. And and I'm talking about firsthand knowledge, Chris. I yep. went to the – I'm not talking about what I saw, what someone told me. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to go see them play in yep. person for myself so I could talk about it, yep. and I was stunned. And you look at LaMelo, right? The dude is incredibly skilled. Incre- he, he is nice. Right. LaMelo is nice. Six, seven, point guard, handle, great passer, can shoot fairly well. And his number, Rob, this year's numbers are 24, 8, and 5. Like, he's bad. But I think he, I, I'm a, he doesn't know how to play like winning team basketball. He's just a show. He's just exciting. But when it comes down to winning team basketball, I don't think he has a clue on that. And that's what we're creating. And that and that that is what you're creating. And those are the guys who people are going gaga over, Chris. But then when you get into these situations about winning basketball games and doing all the other stuff, it doesn't work. And that's why uh, and and you're right. It's not like a, a a million guys are coming from foreign countries, but the ones who are coming are awful good or right. awful skilled. Know how to play basketball, and for for the NBA to be in this situation is shocking. Seriously, Chris. Like not not that uh, foreign born players can't win an MVP every so often or mix in. Right. right. It, it's just like total dominance. And you just said it. If Embiid wasn't hurt, it would be five. Five out of five. Absolutely. Now and that, that, that makes no it. sense. Yep. No, it, right. That, that like, five out of the top five? Five out of five? Period. There's nobody yeah. else? And, and, Rob, it's 125 international players in the league today. That's 28% of the league. Um, I mean, that that's a lot. And, that's, hey, look, it's the best players. But I wonder, is that going to keep growing? Is that going to keep growing? It's a good question. That it, you know, because we we've talked about it. Like yesterday, we talked about the demise of the college game among men. I don't know who among you know of those college players is going to be in the NBA. I know there's probably going to be a lot of draft picks from overseas, right? And then we got some of the kids from you know the minor leagues. But yeah, it doesn't. I, you might be right. I'm. I'm. I got to be honest. There is a, a bit of wishful thinking in what I'm saying. Because you wouldn't think it's going to turn around. I, I don't. Because I just, I, I really, I would, that someone's going to be uh, Tim Duncan, the big fundamentals, you know what I mean? <laughs> so playing right, like right. that, Chris, that doesn't get you any juice. That doesn't get you any followers. It just doesn't. It might, I mean, and we talked about this when we talked about international play in America in the All-Star game. I mean, you wonder if, Will the fact that the international players are playing so well, maybe does that drive, does that light a fire among some of our American players? That's what you will hope, too, that they say, hold up. This is supposed to be our game. Right. Like, and we're not even the best players in basketball anymore. Because I'm telling you, Rob, this to me, and then we'll go to the listeners. after. You can comment quick if you want. This is the last these upcoming Olympics, this will be the last time we can say, all right, hope, enough, enough. 
We about to send the big boys to put y'all in y'all place. This will be it, Rob. After this, you're right. And and uh, the the United States may, might not see a gold medal for years to come. No, that's real. That's real. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. What do we do? Can we do anything to have America start producing the best basketball players in the world again? And look, it's no problem if we don't because we love watching Luka and Jokic and all that. But I'm just saying, this is supposed to be our game. What can we do to start producing the best players in the world again? If anything, your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromised. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the TireRack.com studios. Did you know? Discover wants everyone to feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you've got access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. All that means is that you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations do apply. 877-99 on Fox. What do we need to do, if anything, to fix American basketball? Your thoughts? Chris and Rob, the odd couple. All right, Chris, let's start with uh, Aaron in, I'm sorry, Stockton. 
Stockton, California. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Aaron? Friday. Uh, I think what we need to do, I think it starts at uh, high school, right? And I think it's with the big men because you see Embiid and Giannis and Jokic. I think, you know, traditionally we say, hey, big men, get down there, rebound, and, and you know, post up, which we need. But I think they need to have these uh, big men in high school start to play like, you know, work on like, like guards, that. let them play all over no, and stuff. No, not more like guard, but like when you see Jokic and Embiid, right? They get the ball at the top of the key by the free throw line, and they can pass like Sabonis. They can pass the ball. They can do back cuts and and back cuts. Like let them let the centers uh, of high school let the offense run through them more. Because I think it became you know, a three point game. Go ahead. It's interesting you bring that up. First of all, Chet Holmgren, who's we know is seven feet, right? You, he played like on the perimeter in high school. He he handled the ball all that. So did Carl Anthony Towns because he's from this area in Jersey. But Rob also. Back in the day when the NBA used to lament their lack of offense in the 90s, a lot of the old heads would talk about how the offense used to run through the centers. Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you'd pass it to them and then there'd be cutting and they'd pick, either, their, right. pick them in. Either they would go go at the hoop, Chris, yep. right? Or they would pass it to a cutting guy. Yep. Or someone spotted spotted up in the corner. Like that was yeah. how it right. in high school. And they gotta start the high school with the coaches because and Bede and Jokic and Giannis and Sabonis and these bigs, even Lucas six eight, these bigs are taking over because they are have that passing ability. So I think it starts there. Thank you guys. Well, I think you guys appreciate it. it. I, I think that what they're doing overseas, right? Regardless of height, they train everybody the same way. So if you if you end up like Wimby, he was trained like all the other kids, and so he can handle the ball, he can shoot, and I think we do need to make that change, Rob. Don't just put the big kid inside; let him learn how to play like the other kids, the, right. the smaller kids. Julio in Lancaster, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Julio? Hey guys, what's going on? Doing good. Hey, what's up? Well, you kind of hit on it right there. The fundamentals is what's lacking. Mm-hmm. All right, like you said, in the European game, basically, they're, they're, that's what they teach, the fundamentals. They practice it, they practice it, they practice it. All we do in this European, country are play games. Oh, yeah, exactly. We go out, play games, start shooting from all over the place, you know, from out on the bench and everywhere. You know, so it's like, hey, you make it, you make it. Right. You know, I mean? you know but here's, I think it's a, it's a bigger problem than that now. And the and and the thing is, I'm kind of equating it. I don't know. If you have probably probably don't see this, right? But you know, like for example, in the Mexican soccer league, right? They have, and I'm not saying it's going to be going to this. And this is not the actual answer. But what they have in, in in Mexican top soccer league, they have a limit of how many how many uh, foreigners could play on each team. So I, I mean, I'm not saying that's an answer, but I have a feeling that's what it's going to be going. It's going to probably be going that way. I don't because think, yeah, do that. I, I don't, I don't either. I just, I just think that I, I hear you. I know in European, mm-hmm. that's always been the case. In Europe, yeah, yeah right. Basketball. And I, and I get it. It's, and I get it because Chris, and thanks for the call, Julio. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. I think in in the soccer thing, Chris, it was like, well, wait a minute. Uh, this is a uh, team, uh, Spain. And nobody's from Spain on the team. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, so that right. that that would you couldn't like put put all these great players from other places and build a dream team, right? And they don't even really represent the country. Well, let me ask you this right here, because ba- I don't know what percentage of baseball is international players. 
but you we don't do that in baseball and I mean I I, I don't want to do that. No, no, I no. I don't and baseball is not it's not that way. Baseball is And there's a I lot don't know, of international 20, players. Yeah, like twenty Three or five percent Hispanic, Chris, is big. You know that's what I mean. Just Hispanic. And then if you add the Japanese now, that's right. that's have the influx, and and it's not that many Japanese but or Asian players, but the numbers getting bigger. And right. you can't tell me that the Asian kids, Chris, who are watching Shohei sign a seven hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> I don't no, care. No. You can't tell me that they. No, they I think they, a lot of them still, yeah, want to play over here. It's twenty eight percent. Yeah. 28%. So it's similar to ba- basketball. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't hurt MLB. I mean, and, no. and I think you have probably more of a language barrier with a lot of the international players in MLB than you do in the NBA. And and you don't have any – you don't – and baseball hasn't reached a point where every year it's uh, an international player or somebody winning the MVP – you know what I mean? Right. I because, mean, Shoy's won, what, two of the last three? You had right. Aaron Judge. But Aaron Judge won. And, and Mookie's won some. Exactly. Trout. And, yeah. and Trout. And uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, they Bryce don't have Harper. the absolute they don't have best that. Right. Yeah, I mean, Shohei may be the best player. I think he is. But, you know, it's. You but even Aaron that Judge, year, Judge got, beat him. Right. 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 You right. got a lot of other. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Gary Lee. Can we, guess, can we squeeze him yeah, in? Go G- Gary Lee, real quick, in California. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. Great. How are you? Good. I know you guys. I used to be a sports editor there at Fox. And oh. if you saw me, you'd know who I was. What's but your name? I think the problem, Gary Lee. But I, oh, I, Gary, I, go I, ahead. Yeah, they, um, I'll tell you the problem with all this. Like, you guys were talking about the All-Star game the other day. There's no meaning. You know, you right. score 186 points and you lose by 25. Okay, come on. The problem is, this is starting when these kids are in junior high. They're recruited to the junior high. They're recruited to the high school. They're not taught any fundamentals anymore because the coach can't do it. He has to put up these big you're numbers right. or agree. he's not going to have a job. Yeah. You're right. You know what yeah, I mean? You're right. You're the only sport right. that they still learn fundamentals is baseball. They have to learn fundamentals. Football now, it's, it's a soft sport. And basketball... Can you imagine Magic Johnson taking a game off because he was tired? <laughs> Larry Bird, the same thing. Those guys, those guys would kill these guys today. Nah, it, it, look, we it, all know it, that. Like they never took off, Chris. Right. Like it's just what, like, like every game is like, oh, so and so sick or so. Like oh, I just yeah. don't remember that. We talked about it before when we covered. We you never went to the arena going, oh, I wonder if so and so's playing tonight. Right? Like, no, never, you never, never, ne- never, never, Chris. Ne- I all never right. remembered that. We'll get into this with Funky Cole Medina. Uh, he's next, but first, Steve DeSager with the update. Steve, Steve. there is the Japanese baseball rule for years about a limit on the amount of foreign players they could have. I think it's four on your roster. But you're right as far as foreign-born players in Major League Baseball. If there's about a 1,000 Major League players, it's close to 300 that are born outside, outside of the 50 states. Most impressively, it's about 100 just from the Dominican Republic. Which yeah. is not a big place. That's population right. of about Los Angeles County. Chris, that is incredible when you think about it. Uh from the Dominican Republic. Ah, no, it's no, a no. factory over there, it is. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. great. And, you know, we had one year ago, at this exact time, we had the World Baseball Classic, and look at the fever pitch for those games and the talent from these small, like Dominican Republic, small countries. And you remember, 
the Florida Marlins were like, where are all these people? They don't come to our games. You remember, <laughs> no. Chris? It was sold out sold every out night. For them. Right. Exactly. Screaming, going crazy. And it was like, is that a game in Miami? Wow. <laughs> Let's right. update the NBA scoreboard. Donovan Mitchell with the Cavs out again due to illness. Cleveland down two late first half at Philadelphia, 47-45 for Philly. And Atlanta has taken the lead, second quarter, 49-48 over Toronto. The Pelicans' Brandon Ingram out again due to illness. Heat with a 24-20 lead at New Orleans late first quarter. Bradley Beal of the Suns still out with a hamstring injury. Phoenix is underway in its game, up 22-15 at Houston late first quarter. Clippers lead 27-26 at Memphis late first quarter. And the Thunder with a win tonight would be 39 and 17. Thunder already up 10 late first quarter against Washington, 35-25. to 25. Charlotte's won four in a row. It has one of the late games. Lamella Ball of the Hornets still out with the ankle injury, but he did practice Wednesday. Milwaukee's at Minnesota. Milwaukee's Chris Middleton said to likely still be out this week with his sprained ankle. Denver has one of the late games at Portland, which has lost six in a row. Jamal Murray of the Nuggets out with a leg injury. Lakers have the late game hosting San Antonio. The Dolphins cut edge rush Emmanuel Ogba. Miami expected to release defensive back Xavier Howard next month. And guys, yesterday you were talking about Caitlin Clark, the superstar from the University of Iowa in hoops. Big Ten announced today that their conference women's basketball tournament is already sold out completely two weeks in advance. They're holding it at the NBA arena in Minnesota. I assume they are blacking out some of the upper level. They have to be, right? Yeah. Nonetheless, the conference says for five days they're expecting more than 109,000 fans total for the week. I looked up on StubHub. If you want a ticket right now for the Big Ten women's final next month, it's all about two hundred fifty dollars or more per ticket. Wow! Whereas if I you, wouldn't, Steve, I wouldn't be so sure if they're not if if they're blocking off the arena. You know, the top seats mm-hmm. they might be for the other games, but I bet you Iowa's games they might have oh, those. They should. Open. You're right. right. You would think for those, so. Absolutely, so, they should. So you were saying two fifty for the top seat? Yeah, but if you go to the same site, StubHub, for like for Lakers Clippers next week, it's about one fifty. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, it, well, you saw that line. Did you see that line all the way around the building for the game against Indiana the other night? Oh, oh yeah. Last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they got beat. They, Iowa got upset. But, yeah, it's um, – It's incredible. Yeah. But it's – She's still not Michael watch, Jordan. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Huh? We are live from the com studios. Our next guest got theme music. That's right. Mark – Funky Cole Medina, Fox Sports Radio NBA Insider. Let's get right to it because we're Mark? running a little bit late. What's up, brother? Oh, man. This theme music got me pumped. Uh, this is going to be a <laughs> highlights on Lakers first tonight, that's for sure. Oh, man. Well, look, we, we started off the show talking about Lakers Spurs and mostly Victor Wimbenyama. Um, what are you hearing, you know, around the league regarding him? It's a good time to take an inventory because he's 50 games into his career now. Um, as far as people thinking, has he met expectations or exceeded them? Or has he, was he overrated? Or even are people like, I'm a bit disappointed that he's not playing more minutes. If he's got an injury, that's fine. But I don't know. It looks to me like he. I don't like that they seem to be limiting his minutes to just 28 a game. But give me your thoughts on that from talking to people around the association. 
Yeah, I think individually he's mostly met expectations in terms of, you know, his diverse skill set as a rim protector, outside shooter, post-up player, even a playmaker. Um, I think, you know, I'm certainly disappointed like you are about the minutes restrictions, but that's something that people anticipated the Spurs would do because, you know, they may as well get credit for inventing load management to begin with. Absolutely. He's playing tonight against the Spurs, as far as I know, but generally it's been about preemptively seeing him on back-to-backs limited minutes. I think where there have been some disappointed feelings is the fact that the Spurs' record has just got awful. No one was projecting that they would be a playoff team or even a playing team, but I think there was at least a hope that the Spurs would get a net positive in wins, and usually when you have a rookie of the year candidate, he's able to do that now. To his defense, he's not playing on a good team, but you would hope that he can make much more of a significant difference in the bottom line results. So I think with that, the litmus test is ultimately going to be about next season from the organization. Can they build a better roster around him? And if they do that, is Wimby the real deal with leading them to actual wins? Well, you know, that was my one thing I said to Chris earlier about it. It's just as bad as it was. It just seemed to be a little off kilter that, the team would be this bad. So because the team is that bad, am I out of line to say that maybe uh, Pop should retire, that he's not the coach for Wemby going forward? And I'm dead serious when I say that because I can't think of a, uh, a generational star talent that has ever lost 18 games in a row. Like, I just can't. Yeah, uh, not that Pop's blameless or anything, but I certainly just don't see that happening. He just literally agreed to that new handsome extension. So, obviously, I don't see him walking Well, you know what? That. Chris Broussard said the same thing about uh, 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 Josh uh, McDaniels, right, with four years left on his contract that he didn't think that they would pull the trigger. <laughs> right, Chris? You didn't think that, right, yeah, because he, of the he, money. He don't have a rep. No, I know of, that. I know <laughs> that, but they did eat the money is what I'm right. saying. But, but right. I'm just asking. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, well, and, and the most important thing is how does the organization feel? I don't think that their feelings are any different regarding Pop. I think they view it as he's using this season – not as a, um, a moral victory season, but as a mulligan about it's about player development. But I think you all raise good points that you can have a mulligan of a season where it's about development, but I think starting next year, it's going to be about wins and losses. Yeah. That's not to say for Wemby it's championship or bust or anything like that, but you have to see substantial progress that there's enough clarity that he's going to be in the playoffs, he's going to help them contend for multiple championships during his career. The Milwaukee Bucks, uh, we know they've been they were three and seven uh under Doc Rivers since he's taken over. You know, we all expect that to turn around. But Doc has got major criticism, no doubt about it. And ugly Chris, just call it what it is. Yeah, it's been yeah, ugly. It's been bad. And and even this, you know, first ten games, I mean, Lillard missed a couple of them. Chris Middleton missed a bunch of them. Um, so people are really going hard at Doc and, and not even taking everything into context necessarily. What are your feelings about where this team is headed? Do you think they can really put up a fight against Boston and have a, a good chance to win the East? Or do you think it's it's going to be, you know, that they're not a legit cont- – I mean, they're a contender, of course. But you know what I mean? Like, what, do you, what chance do you give them of winning the East and turning this thing around? 
Assuming there's no major injuries in the Eastern Conference, I think the Bucks certainly have enough time to turn things around as far as improving their defense, improving the chemistry and knowledge of Doc's system and the one-two punch with Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. But I think even with that, it's not enough to get past the Boston Celtics. And the reason why is the Celtics have Drew Holiday and the Bucks don't. I mean, that has been the game changer, whether it's with Adrian Griffin or now Doc Rivers. They have really struggled significantly on defense without Drew Holiday. That being said, I knew that there would be turbulence because Drew Holiday has been a really good defender. I think one of the most underrated in the last few years, which is how he would defend you know, some top wing players in the league. But they should be having enough to at least be respectable on defense. They got the length with Giannis and Brooke Lopez. You know, Patrick Beverly sometimes he goes over the line, but he at least provides defensive intensity. So that midseason pickup should be good. But I think think about the idea of why they got Damian Lillard in the first place. Their thought was, well, we're going to be so productive on offense that we're not it's not like we're not going to care about defense, but we're going to make up the difference with that deficiency. And as impressive as Giannis has been, and Dame has been individually, they haven't reached their full potential yet. I trust that they can, but when you're comparing this team to Boston, it's night and day. Boston, right. they got the best starting lineup in the NBA. Christoph Porzingis has been a seamless fit. Same thing with Drew Holiday. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown continue to, I think, play off each other well and reduce some of the ISO-heavy ball. That's not to say that Celtics don't have weaknesses. They're inconsistent on defense. Sometimes they rely too much on the three. But I think, you know, when it's go time, I think this is the year where they finally show that, you know, they're they're in it to win it. All right. That's Mark Medina, Funky Cold Medina. Great have a great stuff, weekend. Brother. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. Thanks for making my weekend. My All man. right, brother. Peace. Rob? We talked about America, and we need we need somebody. Well, we're going to get into who it could be. Who's next? Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right, it's the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios. Rob, uh, big game coming up uh, tonight. We, we talked a little bit about it. Or we may have mentioned it, but it's the Minnesota 
Timberwolves uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks, and it's on ESPN tonight. And it's interesting because I have, I have the early game on, and they're showing Anthony Edwards walking in, and Stephen A. is talking with him. And uh, <laughs> it makes me laugh. I think back to a video uh, clip I saw. This was a few about three years ago, maybe two or three years ago. And it was Stephen A. It, it's like a clip out there. I don't know if it's YouTube or whatever, but it's Stephen A. walking into an arena. I think it might be the Staples Center or, you know, in L.A.'s new arena. Uh-huh. Um, and the caption, somebody said, Stephen A. walking in like he averaged 27, <laughs> 6, and 5. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's true. Right, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Steve got that walk. You already know. Yeah, you know that's our man. So, um, but anyway... Um, Rob, Anthony, and we mentioned it earlier, you and I both have been on Anthony Edwards since the beginning. We're not, this is not a second guess. I, no, no, I, no, I just, no. If you listen to our show, it's not a second guess. This dude, Rob, I, I, and we talked about it a few nights ago, I think, when we talked about who could be the face of the league. I said win Banyama, but as an American, I'm looking at Anthony Edwards, Rob. And I think... I, we are going to see, and we've, we've talked about this before in bits and pieces, wondering what are these young teams going to do in the playoffs? And I know, look, Minnesota's not that young. Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, they're not that old or that young for Minnesota. So, you know, they, they got some veterans, Mike Conley as well. But their leader and their best player and the guy that turned them around is Anthony Edwards, who is young. And, Rob, if they have a deep playoff run and he is sensational, then I think that will be like, at, at that point, the league will be right there for the taking for him. I mean, I, obviously, you got a lot of great players he's got to overcome. But I'm saying if he, because remember, Jordan became that guy before he won. Now, he got criticized by the media because he hadn't won yet and, is he really, yeah. you know, better than Magic and Bird? Not, you know, and people but should he understand was the guy. That. He, but you know, he, he was shoes, criticized, He had Chris. the videos and everything before he won. And that was part of the criticism. Right. Oh, he got come fly with me. He's got his own sneaker, but he ain't winning he had, no championship. He at home during the playoffs after they right. get knocked out. Right. But I think Edwards could get to that early stage, Rob, of where Jordan was. I mean, I'm not saying he's Jordan, but you know what I mean? Get... Like, he's so exciting. He's so fun to watch. His personality is electric. I, I could see him really taking a huge step if they uh, do well in the playoffs. I mean, a huge step in the public conscience. Yeah, I think he has the uh, makeup, Chris. And the other thing, too, is he is a fan favorite even though I didn't like what he said about the competition of the All-Star right. game. I didn't like that. I'm going to admit but Chris, he's about playing every night. He's a young guy, right? He's yeah, about nah, playing, he, right? When it's when it's for real, he's he playing every play. night, yep. and he ain't about taking nights off. And I heard him in an interview talk about people paying to come see us play. Well, I'm not taking off. I think that's important. Yep, yep. I love that. I love that. And um, yeah. So and and I think look, the thing about Minnesota, and this is Anthony Edwards. They defend, Rob. They're the best defensive team in the league. 
And he is a part of it. I know they got Rudy Gobert, which is big, because Rudy, you know, is a is a deterrent at the rim. And Carl Anthony Towns, not like an awesome defender, but can block some shots and is tall. And then you've got Edwards out there who, like you said, right, he's about, I want to play, but he also brings it on the defensive end. Like he can do some, he he's nice on that end of the floor. And I hope people have been talking to him. I would imagine they have about, hey, Michael, Kobe, they were great on both ends of the floor. Right. Right? That's what you want to – and he's got it. You can look at Magic and Bird, who Bird got a lot of steals, but, you know, it's Steph. And you can say, well, they, they had some physical limitations that limited their effectiveness defensively. Those don't exist for Anthony Edwards. So he could be great on both ends. He could be, and uh, he's off to a flying start. And there's a lot of things to like about him, Chris. His his game, his attitude. You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. And obviously, if they continue to have success and if they continue to win, that that amps it up. It's one thing to put up numbers and you're not winning, but if you're winning too, people look at you differently. It just is. No, no doubt. That's what I'm saying. Like like. They can't go out in the first round and him elevate to that level I was talking about. Right. No, that, that wouldn't work. Right. But if they go uh, uh, out in the second round in a tough, tough series or get to the conference finals, I, then I think, and he plays well, the dude jumps like he's on the trampoline. And that's when I think people will, like, in the public consciousness, he will become that guy. Because the thing is, Rob, as we talked about all the great international players, I mean, Luka's exciting, uh, but Jokic, I like watching Jokic, but you're not the most exciting player in the world. Um, Embiid is a big jump shooter, great, but, you know, so Anthony Edwards could take that space. Keep it locked. One hour left. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.